0: Hi, I'm Ayelet Marinovich, your host. Welcome back to the Learn With Less podcast, a family enrichment program for parents and caregivers, educators, and infants and toddlers of all developmental levels. In this podcast series, we get together for some music, play, and conversation about early development and early parenthood. The mission of Learn With Less is to provide confidence to new families and educators that you can support and connect with a baby or toddler without having to buy a single toy. This episode of the Learn With Less podcast is the third of a four-part series about incorporating play, language, music, and movement into everyday routines. These episodes feature a conversation between myself, Ayelet Marinovich, a pediatric speech language pathologist and founder and creator of the Learn With Less curriculum, and Miranda Zumbaris, an early childhood educator and interventionist, licensed Learn With Less facilitator, and entrepreneur. In this series of four episodes, we will explore the four pillars of the Learn With Less framework and examine how we can incorporate more of each of those into our everyday routines to support connection and early learning. For each episode, we chose one routine and one everyday object and explore the ways in which we could infuse developmentally enriching experiences into everyday life, helping families see that they can do this using the time energy, and materials they already have. Be sure to check over at our Instagram and Facebook pages at Learn With Less and at Early Intervention Mama for additional content that may support your understanding and experience of these episodes. As we release each episode, we'll link to them in the show notes so you can access them easily. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to a Hello to Miranda, hello. hello, 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 Hello to the babies, Hello, to the toddlers, Hello, Hello, hello! Since I don't know your name, I will help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name, hello to your name, hello, 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 everybody, hello, everybody, hello, hello, hello. Today we've got another special guest on Learn With Less, Miranda Zumbaris, an early interventionist and early childhood educator, licensed Learn With Less facilitator, and the brains behind Early Intervention Mama. Let's welcome her back to the show. Hello to Miranda, hello to Miranda. Hello, 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 hello to all our old friends. Hello to all our new friends. Hello, hello, hello. One last time. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of the Learn With Less podcast. I am again joined by my fabulous current co-host, Miranda Zumbaris. Hi, Miranda. Hello. (laughs) Hello. I know Uh,
1: that's like almost how I always say hello (laughs) when I'm on a call like this. I don't know
0: why, but (laughs) I, I would like to propose a thought, which is that I think it's because it's fun and playful and musical.
1: And that is the thing
0: that we're talking about today. I'm very excited because the last few episodes that we've been chatting together have been about the first two pillars of Learn With Less. Play and talk, and today we're going to talk about sing. Yay! And I know that sing is sometimes one of those more divisive. Maybe you either know the power of musicality, and you're always singing to your child, or always humming in the shower, whatever it is. Or you're like, nope, I am not musical. I am not a singer. I do not want to do that. I do not feel comfortable. I hate all children's songs. They sound like nails <laughs> on a chalkboard. Or nobody wants to hear me sing or whatever it is, right? We all have a story that we have in our heads about what music means to us and our relationship with it. And also, I hope that today you and I, Miranda, can just give people a few extra tools in their toolbox about how they might consider utilizing musicality and really what that means to us here at Learn With Less with regards to how we can utilize it with young children. And in our families and in our daily routines, because I know, Miranda, you and I both know that there is a great power in in singing and in music and in utilizing music to enhance, energize, or decrease energy and lull to sleep mm-hmm. our young children or lull into a more regulated state. Lull into—I don't think that's really the term I want to use—but help move into a more
1: regulated state. Yes. <laughs>
0: I don't think I want to be lulled into a We're
1: gonna lull you in. Yeah, me assist our <laughs> podcast listeners. We're just going to lull you in.
0: <laughs> Listen to what we say. Right. Anyway. <laughs> So let's just talk a little bit, again, we've been doing this structure of sharing with you listeners, what are the definitions about how we define these pillars of play and talk and sing and move, those pillars of learn with less. And then also, we're going to be talking today again about how we can weave this pillar of sing into everyday routines and give you a few specific examples and ideas around one particular routine, that of... You want to introduce it miranda go ahead i've been talking
1: yeah going in and out of the house so we're kind of transitions in and out of the house
0: <laughs> yeah the transition piece and maybe bundling mm-hmm. up or heading outside miranda you are in michigan and right now it's january and it's winter time and it's cold here in california right now it is also winter time and it's been raining a ton we've been very wet and you know we're in a drought still despite all the rain but it's meant a little bit of a different kind of transition for us than maybe our children are used to and us as adults as well. So those going in or out transition types of things. So let's just start a little bit with what is sing as we define it here at Learn With Less. So really, as we know, singing, yes, can look like singing a song from start to finish through and through having particular lyrics and having it be the lyrics that you associate with that. That song in particular. Or it can just be humming a tune or tapping a rhythm or moving, swaying to the beat of something that is happening and holding your child. It can be really just adding a silly element and adding more joy often into routines through this idea of musicality, of quickening or slowing the pace, of enhancing the pitch intonations, which as it happens is something that we actually naturally do in every single language spoken or gestural in the world is what we call infant directed speech, sometimes referred to as parentese or more archaically motherese. But it's this idea of naturally slowing down, enhancing those pitch contours, being more melodic in our voice, actually. And this is something that I linked to the podcast episode that I did about infant-directed speech years ago, but this is something that we do to help our young children really feel considered naturally. And we don't even think about that we're doing it, right? But think about the connection between all those specific things shortening a phrase, making your voice more melodic, all those kinds of things. You are already doing it. <laughs> you are literally already enhancing the musicality and this experience of sing for your child. But then also remembering that we can distract or engage with music. We can heighten an experience or an energy level, like we said, or we can lower the energy level with a lullaby. For instance, we can connect and cuddle with a lullaby or a cozy song, or we can have a wild dance party. Rhythms are (laughs) everywhere, right? They are literally everywhere in The sounds that we hear, the environmental noises everywhere, and we can bring them into a song. Knock, knock, knock. Who's there? Whatever it is, like, ta da, like, there it is. So really remembering to make music with what you have, whether that is a fancy organically stained hand-carved wooden drum or a laundry basket, they are all great. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about relating this pillar of sing into this routine of sort of going in and out and that transitional thing that we happen, those micro routines of transitions that we all experience, whether we are at home with our children all day long, whether we have another caregiver with our child all day long, and we're only present for a couple of routines throughout the day, I want to just really name that this is for all of us. And whether you are a full-time working parent or a full-time stay-at-home caregiver or anywhere in between, you can utilize this information. You can utilize some of these ideas. Again, these are tools for your tool belt. And I know that you're present for at least one routine throughout the day. So let's think about how we can utilize this pillar of SING and make it more fun if that's the one you choose. If SING just really doesn't speak to you and you're like, nope, I refuse to do that. That's fine. After <laughs> after you listen to this whole episode, go back and listen to the other ones that we have around play and talk and move. But uh, Miranda and I are hoping to convince you otherwise that that there's something here that you can take away and utilize. So Miranda, take it away. Let's hear a little bit about how we can use this pillar of sing with these routines of going yeah. in and out and transitions.
1: And the other thing I'll say before I dive into that too is I think I would hope that this will allow... Any- Anybody that is a little bit hesitant to. See, sing, and music and rhythm around them more frequently. Yeah. like when you see your child on the floor banging a whisk, that all of a sudden you notice that it happens to be kind of in a rhythm, or that you are watching a group of parents swaying back and forth, and nobody told them to do that; they happen to be doing that. So, oh my gosh, I'm um, just still do of, it when
0: there's a baby right? around. Like, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So just open those pathways up in your brain to see it <laughs> when Love you it. go out and pick up on on Where it might be coming in and maybe that makes it a little bit easier for you if you are hesitant. Right. So search it out. But yeah, so Okay, right now I'm gonna give a very real example. So we sing a lot when we have grumpiness going on in our right. house. And there are so much grumpiness when it happens to come to transition time, right? So even just the way that we might call our children to come into what we call it the magic room. It's our laundry room where we exit our house. Everybody comes in there and we'll be like, okay, come to the magic room. Oh my you gosh. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> or, you know, and it's not every time. We've talked about this, right? Um, Or it's time to go. How we say it, you know, the words that we use to kind of give some instruction for older toddlers who may have a good understanding of receptive language, who have good receptive language skills, right? Yeah. Or we're modeling it for them. Yeah. That nice. is a way to kind of get their attention. It's not uh-huh. mom and dad just chattering in the background. It's this calling right. <laughs> of them to come.
0: Right. And it's um, a-, a shift shift. shift in tonality that they recognize as distinctly their family. Actually, a funny example of that is a specific whistle that my dad used to use. And if we were in a store, right, a grocery store, whatever, I'd always know and he was looking for me, I'd be like, Oh, that's mine. That's my, that's my family. That's my family's whistle. Right. So that's just that. Even if, if you don't want to sing it or call it or use your traditional speaking voice, there are other ways to do it. A whistle is a
1: great one. Yeah. Or chanting, right? It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go out the door. I know you don't want to go anymore. It's time to go out the door, (laughs) you know, Um, like it doesn't have to be singing. It can just be saying, you know, I mean, my, my husband and I sometimes will have some very humorous moments where we're like, we don't want to go either.
0: (laughs) I love it. Right. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Levity just for us even. That's for sure. But yeah, so I would say for us, we use this so much to kind of regulate ourselves. And I think too, just rhythm and that beat helps us regulate when we're having a difficult transition. I think oftentimes we see cleanup songs being used in Mm -hmm. transitions, So Mm -hmm. thinking about having some kind of song that signals when it's time for something to be done. Mm -hmm. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Inside we go. Do 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 do, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So it's something that, like you said, when you hear it in the store, you knew what it meant. Yeah. It meant come find me. I'm waiting for you. This signals, hey, it's it's time to come inside. And we've set the routine, and you you know it. Yeah. You know, or singing about what we're gonna put on next to go outside. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna put on your gloves next. Now we're gonna put on your Hat, pausing for them to add those things in. Yeah,
0: right. Holding out the object so they can see what it is, and then waiting for
1: them to fill in the word.
0: For instance. Yeah, yeah. that's great, right? Or even the transition that comes to mind for me. This is not like an indoor/outdoor, but like diaper changing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And especially for little ones for whom diaper changing and that sensory experience is not a pleasant one, adding in a little levity through your voice and through song or just a little playfulness and connection where you're looking into their eyes and you're being silly and you're my do you mind, Miranda, if I share my favorite song that I made up? No when my, when my child was flip was
1: about the poop. <laughs> it is the song about the
0: poop you know it is there a poopoo in there is there a poopoo in there was it on the air or is there poopoo in there good one and it still gets giggles it It still gets giggles in fact my six-year-old now is like "Mm, mama stop being silly so there you go (laughs) but it even if it doesn't work for him it works for me Yeah, yeah. What child doesn't love talking about poop as they get older, right? So right, right. (laughs) Good. All right, back to you, Miranda.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, I'm just remembering now that you're singing about your little one. Like we had lots of songs for this when we were doing diaper changes too. I used to sing every party has a pooper. That's why I invited you. Poop a loop, poop a loop. right i think we as adults kind of know when we need to add a little bit and and it is such a mood shift yeah i'm sure i'm sure there's plenty of research about me. How music, like you talked about, you know, but how it can really like calm and and shift moods and and all of that. So the other, oh, the other things I'm thinking about, right? If you're transitioning a little tiny baby to go outside, how as you're putting them in their car seat, maybe you're humming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Even if it's just one tone, because maybe you don't, you have a shusher upstairs (laughs) in your nursery and you don't have one when you're putting them in the car. Maybe it's
0: Yeah, I love that. You know,
1: so even just simplifying it to that, or as you're swaying, waiting for the garage to close or something, and you're rocking their car seat back and forth, they're kind of giving a gentle bump on it to give a little bit of that padding sensation that they got. Yeah,
0: or just in the stroller, right? I'm thinking of folks who don't live in suburban areas, like for the first three years of my journey through parenthood, we lived in cities and did not have a car. And so it was the stroller, right? So yeah, just all of all of the things that's just think about how you can apply it to you. And if you're having a hard time envisioning that, reach out, reach out to us. We, we got ideas, clearly, I think. That's that's pretty clear here, Miranda. All right, what else? How about a song modeling a familiar tune with the steps to get ready to leave the house, for instance?
1: Yeah. Oh gosh, we love the Ants Go Marching, yeah, and that's, that's one, one of my favorite Learn with Loss classes too. That we we utilize this. But so let's let's just sing it, right? Yeah. Let's say your child really needs you to walk them through each step. It's time to get our shoes on. Hurrah! Hurrah! Hurrah. Hurrah. Now we'll put our coats on, hurrah, hurrah, time to go out the door, walk to the park once more, and we'll be ready to go play at the park, at the park, 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 park. And then you might even say something like, and now you're laying on the floor, hurrah, hurrah, (laughs) you don't want to put your shoes on, hurrah, hurrah but we're going to do it anyway. So we can go play, you know, I think singing through some, obviously we want to attend in a tune when our child is upset, yeah. but yeah. it does help sometimes to sing yeah. through it, <laughs> you yeah, know, sing that's right. through it and then acknowledge where they're at and, and pause and, and use that other pillar of talk to mm-hmm. <laughs> at their level.
0: That's right. That's right. I love it. I also want to actually use this moment to chat about that power of group sing in a Learn With Us class, for instance. And this is slightly off topic in terms of our routines piece, but I mean, you can certainly utilize it with a caregiving partner even, right? In your own home or replicate this in your home with maybe it's a family dinner, you know, extended family, if you can get people on board. But my goodness, when you have people within your community all singing the same Tune at the same time. There are such limited opportunities for humans to experience this, I think, especially in the United States, outside of, say, a religious or cultural, specifically cultural experience, I would say. And it's that creation of a ritual that is very special and very special somehow to give our children the experience of. Can you, would you mind talking a little bit about what that? Can feel like for families in your classes or for you as the facilitator of a space that's doing that?
1: Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like the evolution. When I have a group of families that have committed to come for a several week session, the beauty of the evolution of them coming at the first class and kind of looking around like, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to, okay, everybody is singing. I'm going to. I'm going to join in Um, (laughs) or they're like, oh, I want to, I want to have this moment with my baby and they Mm -hmm. sing. And just, I think, you know, to see people be a little bit of great, a little bit brave too, right. To call out something, to add into a song or maybe they really enjoy the singing piece of it. And other parents get a giggle out of it because they're singing about something ridiculous (laughs) or oftentimes using humor. And we all can sing together. We've had little celebrations, you know, at classes too. I know some some people celebrate birthdays, some people don't. But like, that's really a powerful thing to have happen on a normal basis. But for us all to sing together or when, oh gosh, this is a good example. I had a class where we were doing Doing way up high in the apple tree. And I am not very familiar with that song. And I had a few other parents who were. So I was like, oh, please, please. And they just kind of (laughs) took over for that part. And just like the joy that we had hearing them kind of sing and lead was just, yeah, yeah, just just really wonderful. I think in class and I yell at you and I are reading a book right now. One of the things that it talks about in that is the power of strangers and kind of how you might be a little bit more willing. And I think there is that element of it to a learn with less class too, yeah. right? You're coming into it and you know, it's not your, it's not your aunts and your uncles that you never sing around that you just happen to be doing. it. It's just, everybody is getting to know each other perhaps. And there is that element of, well, They don't really know me. I guess I can sing and feel comfortable and and do it.
0: That's right. That's right. And also just noting that creating accommodations too for people who are like either not interested in singing or where song or music or voices in unison can be a very overwhelming sensory experience, both for adults and children in the space. So creating opportunities for families to note that this might be an issue in advance or noticing yourself as the facilitator of a space when there might be some discomfort for a child, for instance, who's covering their ears because things are too loud. Yes. but And just giving that opportunity also in a community group that creates that space that helps people feel seen and heard and helps them feel noticed and valued. Right. <laughs> and their needs valued. So I just wanted to say that as well. This and is I awesome. love that
1: you're pointing that out because that's bringing up for me. I have a little person who's attended several of my classes and he needs to move. And a lot of times mm-hmm. the start of that movement is with the welcoming when we're all together, having that group sing. Yeah of the hello song. And he kind of heads off on that. And then when we, it is just has been really great with the outdoor classes I've done to allow him to move away. We're well, not allowed just to, you know, we have, we have the space and yeah. safety in place for him to be able to move far away from the group. But ironically enough, sometimes with that, sing portion being able to call out to the mom Mm -hmm. across you know she's a little bit away attending to her little one to invite her back in like as be be a part of the sing. like call out what he's doing right now and we're gonna sing about it yeah it kind of brings her back back, even though she might not be able to be right at the circle
0: exactly exactly right because within that structure there's always Right.
1: It is, we like to call it
0: sort of a semi-structured class structure (laughs) because yeah, yeah, there's always that flexibility and you're never stuck trying to accommodate the needs of a curriculum versus the needs of the families within your space. So yeah, Yeah. love that. Thank you. That's a, that's, I think that's really helpful for people to know, actually. Anything else? What other songs do we want to leave people with?
1: my gosh or other other
0: ideas for song prompts right
1: yeah yeah so what about if you're we oftentimes on the way going places instead of singing wheels on the bus we'll sing about the wheels on the car so we're just changing a little bit yeah you know the wheels on my car go round and round or the clip on your car seat goes click 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 or with the stroller right the buckles on the stroller go click or on your carrier or whatever right. it is you know that's right um, but taking that very familiar song and just changing a little bit of it is something we do all the time and learn with less
0: that's right
1: it doesn't have to be a particular song pick something that you know yeah and feel comfortable changing or instead of singing like we talked about do a chant mm-hmm. buckle buckle put on the buckle, you know, That's right. just talk uh, through love, it in a rhythmic love, way. Yes. Yeah. I just want to point out too, we're talking, I think a lot about activities that work really well for toddlers, but just keep in mm-hmm. mind, you're doing a lot of this with your babies and infants too. And yeah. they need to hear this language. Yeah. They need to hear your voice and be connected with you from the time they're very little. So just remembering that they're soaking all that in, like we talked about from the womb and though when you're pulling them out of their yeah. bassinet in the morning or rolling over if you cold sleep good morning good morning you know just those little moments with your tiny ones too you know yeah. it doesn't look like this preschool circle that you're sitting
0: around. That's right. Thank you for that. That's so important for people to just remember and hold. Awesome. All right. Well, Miranda, just a little recap of where they can find our listeners special little freebie that you've created all around uh, routines. Why don't people head over to your website at earlyinterventionmama.com slash
1: daily routines freebie.
0: Amazing. And of course, go ahead. If you haven't already go ahead and. Download the Learn With Less Infant and Toddler Development Blueprint that goes through all of the four pillars of Learn With Less that we're talking about in these four episodes of Play, Talk, Sing and Move and just what they're all about and how they can relate to early development as well. So go ahead and follow us over what we're doing over at Instagram and Facebook and social media in relation to these episodes, because we've got lots of more visual content and maybe even more auditory content that you can see us doing these (laughs) things, what we're doing with our hands or the things that we're holding with relation to the music or chants or songs that we are encouraging you to utilize. And we'd love to hear from you about what you feel regarding this episode. Did this change anybody's perspective, give you new ideas for utilizing music or musicality in new ways? What's your big takeaway? We'd love to hear it. So head over to Instagram and let us know. I love Instagram right now. Looking forward to seeing you at Early Intervention Mama and over at Learn with Less. And we will be back next week with our final installment of these four pillars with our pillar of move. So we're going to be talking about that next week but in the meantime head over and we will see you on the socials okay bye miranda goodbye thanks for being here see you later what will you do the rest of your day Goodbye to the babies, goodbye to the toddlers, goodbye bigger kids, goodbye all the siblings. Goodbye to the grown-ups, goodbye to the singers, goodbye I gathered, goodbye to Miranda. We laughed and we played, we're getting very clever, this is what counts, being here together. Thank you so much, everyone. The Learn With Less podcast brings you information, tips, and resources about all things early parenthood and early childhood. If you haven't yet done so, please do leave a review of the Learn With Less podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. That helps other people find the good work we're doing. And after you've done that, go ahead and share Learn With Less with a friend or colleague. See you next time.